Tokyo's top moments. Talking about winning gold, let's talk women's gymnastics. And I mentioned at the top of the show I was going to talk to you about crystal balls. You might remember on this very podcast yesterday, we talked about the women's gymnastics final, and I gave you my top tips. One of them, Suni Lee from the States. She walked home with the gold last night. My other tip, uh, Angelina Melnikova from the Russian Olympic Committee, came third. So how come when I put my crystal ball out there and it's wrong, you're quick to highlight it, uh, but when you get yours on the money, again, you're happy to tell you what, there's, this is not a team. I'm not so sure we'd last in a 470 out in the middle of the, uh, the ocean. We might throw one of the other ones off, I think, before the finish line. Uh, well done, Ben, on that. Uh, and the gymnastics, Thank it is, you. I it is it. so exciting to watch. Intently. And uh, as we know, it's, it's just got that element, particularly with the Simone Biles situation, just going forward as to will she, won't she. Oh, look, I... Can't see her competing for the rest of these games, can I you? I think it'd be very hard, given the safety concerns around performing these uh, performing these um, routines at such a high level as she does when you're not 100% locked in. But people were worried that without Simone Biles, the, the women's final was going to be a bit of a fizzer. It was actually the opposite to that. There was so much drama because it was up for grabs for anybody. When Simone's there, it's kind of like a, you think it's pretty locked in, it's going to be her. Uh, so you had Suni Lee, who was just immense. Uh, they all struggled with the beam, to be honest with you. Like, there was a lot of a lot of the gymnasts had a hard time on that particular apparatus. Uh, and the, the Brazilian uh, competitor never won a gold medal that country in gymnastics uh, and or never won a medal, full stop. Uh, and she came out of nowhere, uh, great floor routine, stepped out a couple of times, and if it wasn't for that, she could have won the gold. Instead, took home a very, very worthy silver, knocking the Russian into bronze. And it does open the way, as you said, Simone Biles' absence does open the door for other nations, other athletes to step up, but end of the day, I think we all want to see the best yeah, compete. you want to see the best. And Simone is at the very pointy end of gymnastics. Uh, by the way, we talked about BMX and the, the crashes that have already occurred. Well, earlier, of course, American Connor Fields was stretched off, so one of the uh, one of the stars of BMX out of contention. And I've got a really interesting story about the Boomers and one of their leading players, Aaron Baines. Uh, now, the Boomers are on track to hopefully get through and, and play off for a medal, their first ever at Olympic competition. But Aaron Baines is out with a neck injury. Sustained it against Italy, I think, on the floor. And then it was accentuated or exacerbated when he had an accident in, a, it says, the bathroom or the toilet area, well, whether it was in the dressing sli- rooms. He slipped over on the tiles or something by the sounds he's of it. He's done his neck. So he, that, you talk about freak accidents and ways to... Uh, unravel at Olympic Games, unfortunately for Aaron Baines. <laughs> the it, last thing you'd think. Exactly. Nick Kay, former Perth Walker, he now gets a chance, you'd think, to step up and play more minutes. But from an overall perspective, it's not a great result for the Boomers as they try to press ahead. We know they've obviously got no Ben Simmons there. They're having to play out of their skins to, to beat and, and match the best in the world. Baines' absence is going to hurt them. Yeah, and some of those European nations are really so much stronger than they've been in the past. It's a very wide open competition. Uh, unlike the tennis, it's looking like the joker, Novak Djokovic, is on track to achieve his lofty goal of a calendar year Golden Grand Slam, which, for those who don't know, is all four majors in the tennis world, plus Olympic gold in one year. And guess what? It's only been done once before. By the great? Steffi Graf. Yeah, and that's uh, that certainly is driving Novak Djokovic. You can tell that as this year has gone on, he's, he's realised this is a very special achievement within reach. And I would be very 
confident that he'll go through and win this because he is such a driven man with this goal in mind. A yeah. gold, uh, gold medal to come off the back of what's been an extraordinary year for him. Uh, by the way, uh, good news, I think, with the Australian pairing mixed uh, between Aspardi and John Pearce. So they're through, I think, to the next stage. And it might even be a semi-final, I think, uh, mixed double. So that's a good result for them. Well done to the Aussies. But yes, the Joker... He is well, he up and about. Up. He tailed up Kai Nishikori, the hometown hero. Uh, and you know what? That's the I think it's the 16th time in a row that he's beaten Nishikori. And following that, we know that Naomi Osaka, who lit the flame to start the Olympics, she was knocked out early. So suddenly the tennis for the home nation, not so great. Mind you, they've had a very good first seven days of their home Olympics. Yeah, and you know what else they can do? They're not going to be watching tennis. They can look at Olympians on TikTok because the IOC's changed its rules around social media and it's meant that it's opened up TikTok posting for the athletes in the village and they have embraced it, holus bolus, to the point where now TikTokers around the world are opening their app and in the uh, you know the For You screen and the app that just got to pr- promote the trending things, uh, it's all Olympians at the moment. Some of these posts from the Athletes' Village getting a million views on TikTok. And so just for our listeners and for me, <laughs> the TikTok, now my daughters have tried to explain it. They showed me, there was a, a story the other night on TV about a 15-second essentially video, yeah, yeah. a 15-second yeah, video, and most people dancing, um, yeah. doing something silly. And I said, uh, with all due respects, uh, after watching three or four, I said, this is like watching paint dry after three or four. But this is a worldwide phenomenon, and we know the Olympics are a place where it can have a bit of a twist. Oh, it definitely has had a twist. There have they've been uh, athletes posting about the so-called anti-bonk beds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there have been athletes posting... There was the, one of the competitors from the uh, Team USA women's soccer team has posted about the uh, demigod-looking foreign athletes walking around the village and how she's going to just sort of make sure she's got the lippy on and the, and the uniform ju- looking just right for when she... <laughs> bumps into any of them, and it's been going off. It has. Um, look, I don't think it was on TikTok, but I know Jess Fox, uh, with her running repairs for her canoe, had to use uh, some some resin and then had to put a, um, a condom from the Olympic Village, <laughs> yeah, theory, yeah. to just to give it that uh, sealed look. So that might end up somewhere on TikTok as this uh, Olympics progresses. But yes, uh, that social media has another... Avenue over there in Tokyo. Yeah, but the big, probably the biggest social media presence of any Olympics because it's been something that's growing over the years as social media has. It's really hit home now.